Today is November 23rd, and we are going to talk about the latest and greatest and worst Yankees rumors and stuff. Welcome to Talking Yanks. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope you have a fun Thanksgiving coming up ahead and just had a fantastic weekend prior. My name is Jimmy, coming to you from Tika K is Jake and BBD behind the dish. How you doing, Jake? I'm good, James. Happy 4th of July. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy upcoming holidays. Happy weekend. I'm doing well. Made the drive yesterday, about 10 hours, only three stops. Pretty happy about that. We did well. I'm doing good, man. It's it's nice weather down here. Excited to eat some uh, some gobble gobble coming up. And excited gobble, to gobble gobble gobble, some... fat turkey. I am. I'm not excited here to gobble for up living. Some Yankees news with you. I'm here for Thanksgiving. With that fucking song who's the babies behind you jess i don't know i don't know i think those are just random babies oh this came in the picture frame yeah i got a whole room full of those ah that'd be so good just just babies just how is that a 10 out of 10 on the weird scale if somebody had an actual room filled with stock photos framed yeah i mean that's you're arrested on the spot. At God. least detained. Now I almost want to do that. Or at least we should have one picture in the office that's just a stock photo. My and mom so always, people. my mom has some because she had made a gallery wall, but she doesn't have photos for each. So like there is like a stock photo amongst our family. I'm like, who's that? She's like, that's, I don't know. I mean, that's just good humor. Yeah. I mean, a, a full like spare bedroom like the guest room just being like wall to wall yeah stock baby photos is i mean you're detained on the spot are you in the emperor's throne over there yeah i'm sitting in the middle bbd set me up in the middle so i could stare right at you yeah yeah right into my soul we're doing we're on the road again man it's funny uh it's been funny before we get too nostalgic, you know, doing an episode of Talking Yanks Apart. It's how it how it all started. And dude, just watching our original Trevor Plouffe like interview teaser, I was cracking up because we're interviewing him as another human and not like our friend yet. So it's it's crazy. Crazy what a year can do, people. Happy Thanksgiving. Was that like around this time last year? Uh the week after Thanksgiving. Oh, we got Kyle on something. Oh, nice. Um, all right. So we have some Yankees news here. I couldn't dig up the meet, the most recent patrons cause I, my computer died on me. So I'm using Caitlin's computer and it doesn't have all the saved info. Thanks to the most recent patrons. I'll get you next time. Appreciate you. 
Thank you. I thought we were going to hear something over the weekend, but I didn't hear much. So, I was, so when BBD said he filled out the sheet for us of all the news, I was like, what could be on this? I know that I'm, I'm intentionally blocking rumors, but uh, you got a good list here of stuff. So there's some things to talk about. A lot of it is um, ex-Yankee stuff. Hmm. Well, we in, in Bug Bug, correct correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the non-tender deadline is tonight, or I thought it was like December 2nd. So might there be a little drama coming? I thought it was like last Friday because like they added all the guys to the 40-man, which is one of the things we have in there. But then I didn't hear anything about even people tweeting like, Gary made it. So I'm assuming it hasn't come yet. So I don't know. Who right. tweeted that about Gary? <laughs> but I didn't see that yet. But someone tweeted like, it's expected. And it's like, is one of the reporters. He did say in the thing, like, I'm not surprised, but. Oh, it was Clappish. Yeah. Clappish tweeted, this subject to. This is subject to change, but I hear Yankees are leaning towards tendering Gary Sanchez. He could be back in the Bronx after all. And December the, 2nd, according to the chat. And the after all is like a yeah. ridiculous tweet, which I think is why he got crap. And like this is subject to change. No, it's not. Like they're going to keep Gary. There's a they're universe gonna DFA where him. Nothing, but they're going to keep Gary. They're not going to just get rid of them. Right. I think the argument would be instead of paying Gary Sanchez $5 million, you might be able like if they if the Yankees were truly ready to punt on Gary, you could not pay him 5 mil and you could go get one of the veteran catchers for 5 million, but they're not going to do that. It's, it feels so weird that you have to like de- defend this because uh, Gary's been awful. I get it. But as long as he has all of his limbs and a beating heart, you're not going to just punt on him for nothing. Yeah. I, it's crazy talk. That Even pe- three out of four limbs. Yes, depending on what it is. I'd like, well, okay, interesting, because he, you know, I think he could do with the left hand, and then you'd have to do the Jim Abbott catcher situation. You've seen that catcher, that little kid that catches yeah. it and flips, it to, flips the glove off, catches it? Maybe that's the solution. The argument for like why they would do it is that Gary, not COVID salary cut stuff, was supposed to make $5 million this year. In arbitration, nobody's ever taken a pay cut. So he's going to be more expensive and whatever. He has like the recent All-Star games and a lot of homers, and he hit a lot of homers this year and all those. Right. Like, he would his, be favored it, by an arbiter. So in his theory, arc, he can get kind of expensive. His arc number is going to be decent for someone reaching arbitration. But, but for still. someone who has had such a bad year, for them for them to say no, we're not going to use the five million on Gary Sanchez. We're going to use it on Alex Avila. Just doesn't seem like a very Yankee like move. No, um, River Ave Blues had a good tweet on it. On one hand, the Yankees could keep the twenty eight year old two time All Star who hit the most homers by a catcher in sixteen years last year. On the other hand, they could release him because he had a tough 80, 60 game season. And yeah. now it's been worse than just 60 games, so I'm not not to I'm saying Gary's been good at all. I'm just saying like anyone with a brain brings him back. Yeah, and I I will say this for anyone that does get confused by it, it is a mess. 
like, you know, when we've looked at Gary's last, you know, his second half of 2019 and with this year's numbers, they're about as bad as you can be. It's the Gary Sanchez thing is a bizarre baseball puzzle that I hope has a delightful solution. But, you know, I, I was getting in the weeds last week and they were like, you know, Gary's been a, been a bum since 2016. Well, those people are just monsters to their own degree, but you know, Gary Sanchez, (laughs) Gary Sanchez is still, you know, in 2019, he led all MLB catchers in home runs. I know there's a few of you that are like, well, that's, I don't care. He's a catcher. He doesn't have to do that. Well, you should care. That's really cool. So hey, Gary's ba- I'll announce it. Gary Sanchez is back. Thank you for breaking that news. Yes, broken. Hap is not coming back. I think we'd all be surprised if the Yankees were to bring him back. And there's a lot of rumors that he might land in division, Jake. The Blue Jays are interested. He's been there before. We got him from the Blue Jays. The Red Sox are interested. Kind of makes sense for him to go to the Sox. How would you feel about him landing in division? Do you, do you have any? He'd, he'd stick it to the Yanks. I'll tell you that much. Like when he wanted to, when he was fighting with Cashman via the Zoom sessions, he started pitching really good. I think he's a dude that pitches with a bit of bald-headed angst. So if he goes to the Sox, I, I, he would. It would be like Evaldi when he was on the Sox and the Yankees just couldn't beat him. Like, but Evaldi's a different talent level. But he would stick it to the Yanks if he stays in division. Of that, I'm sure. I just tweeted out the because I just saw the Red Sox rumor and I tweeted out the the Monica from Friends when they're in Vegas and Chandler says if you roll if you roll another eight we'll get married and she goes it just got interesting yes yes because if Jay Happ ends up on the Red Sox I mean talk about a must watch baseball game uh, Red Red Sox Jay Happ first the Yankees and everything that went down this year and again I you know people might think I'm walking all over myself because that's normally what I do. But, you know, Jay Happ was kind of okay for us. He had some really bad stretches. He had some really good stretches. We just never found that medium consistency we were kind of looking for. And his playoff performances were terrible. So if it's the Red Sox, my goodness, even the Blue Jays, I mean, that first start is going to be must-watch, and you're right. I mean, Jay Happ's either going to drop dick on us and it's going to be seven shutout. Or I think the Yankees could torch him, and either way is going to be a hilarious must-watch Twitter and baseball night. Yeah, man, I you know it's just funny, and if you're one of our younger fans that you know you're you don't get it, you're just a J Hap stinks. Go look at starting pitching. Go look at what's available. J Hap is going to get a job, and he's probably going to get paid all right. Could be Toronto. Could be Boston. Uh, the Angels. I think this Toronto front office has brought in J Hap twice already. So this would be their third time bringing in J Hap if he signs there. You know, he's a pitcher that can throw bullets. His good doesn't look good. His bad looks as bad as it can possibly be. If he ends up in the AL East, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be must watch and the real bad fans will expose themselves. Cause if he pitches well, they'll somehow blame Larry Rothschild and we'll go, Hey, 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 that's not how this works. The Red Sox. Did you see the, the John Morosi tweet? Yeah. He's got, he has thrown more innings pitch at Fenway than any ballpark. He has not called home cause he's been with the Yankees and the blue Jays for so long. He has a two five, seven ERA in his career at Fenway. Does that not include the postseason? I don't think so. Normally when they do those numbers, it, yeah. it doesn't. And, uh, 
Yeah, man. It it would it would be wild. Certain pitchers like certain mounds. Maybe Jay Happ just lets them hit fly balls to right field instead of left field. I don't know, but yeah, it's you know we AL East pitchers sometimes linger around the AL East because a lot of teams you know, they truly believe in that. If you're going to pitch at Fenway, you better know what you're doing. If you're pitching with the short porch at Yankee Stadium, you better know what you're doing. Otherwise, it can turn into a long day really quickly. So Hap's been around the block. It would not be surprising at all if he's on one of those rotations. I was going to say who's a contender in the NL West, but it's really just the Dodgers, and they're not bringing Hap in. Say, if you're Hap, get out of the AL East, man, for your sake. You've been putting up decent numbers and people will fight that, but, you know, over the course of the last 10 years or whatever, uh, go maybe go to, like, um, what's it, NL? Jim, San Fran, you're all around it. I know they're a weirdly run franchise, but look what just happened with Kevin No, Gossett. because you know, Hap, Hap wants part. a contender contender. Hap wants, at this point in his career, Hap wants a team that is a shoo-in for the postseason and then needs to get there. Like, even the Braves. If there's going to be no DH next year, Hap, go to the NL. Yeah. Uh, Go find a contender in the NL. Get out of the AL East, man. It's the smallest ballparks. It's the biggest bats. You've been doing too much there. And, Jim, this is hopefully the last time I do this on Talking Yanks, which means I will do it again. J-Hap with the Yankees over the course of three seasons, 50 starts, a 4-1-3 ERA in 274 innings, 21-10 and 10 record. And it just doesn't feel that way because when he came over, he was hot. I think he was 7-0. and He finished up his terrible season hot. And then this weird season felt like it didn't count for a little bit. What's J-Hap, his ERA plus? Uh, 106. Yeah, a lot of people hear the 4 ERA and they think – that's bad, but then they really don't look around the league at like what a what a fourth, third, fourth starter looks like. Yeah, no, he it it was ugly and it doesn't feel right. And the nerds probably want to scream about FIP right now, but if you look at J Hap's career FIP, it's higher than his ERA, and you know he's the kind of pitcher that wouldn't grade out perfectly in that because he's not a strikeout guy. He's not trying to strike guys out. Um, uh, go go to Boston or Toronto and give me that first game in, in April or May where Hap's on the mound, hopefully against our our full tilt lineup, and that should be a good time. Yeah, and maybe, you know, the bad blood kind of sucks because the Yanks did give him the deal. Yeah. Like, they believed in him. Interesting. It's been a lot of DJ reports, a little bit more of the oh. same. What's that? Just another note on Hap. Perry Manazian with the Angels, who always need pitching. He was the director of pro scouting for the Blue Jays both times they got him. So, right, worth noting that. Mm, go there, I guess. California, go. have fun. Go hang out there. They need, they need, they need more than Hap though. So that's where I'm like, you know, Angels need a two three. They don't need a four five. Well, they need a four go five. To the White Sox. Be their fourth starter. He's a Midwest guy. Is Keiko back with the Sox? He's there. Yeah. All right. Get out of the AL East. All right. Leave Hap. 
Not not for me. I, I do think he'd pitch really good against the Yankees, but I don't think he'd like change the outlook of the Red Sox or Blue Jays where I'm like now like, oh, shit, they got Hap. But for his sake, he's been banged around in the AL East forever. Get out of there. DJ, and before we get to DJ, we'll let you know that this DJ segment is brought to you by Talking Giants. It's a show on the Jumbo Media Network. covers the New York football Giants. Giants are now playoff contenders, Jake. They come off the bye week. They got a new O-line coach. Vibes are kind of good in Giant land. And it's partially because the East sucks, partially because the Giants are winning. And Talking Giants has done a phenomenal job covering them. Uh, they're really growing into becoming a premier spot for Giants fans to come listen. They've been grinding it out. So go check out Talking Giants. YouTube channel is got tons of shit, breakdowns of plays, really smart, knowledgeable breakdowns of the O-line. They have the podcast, which I think is three times a week. So if you're a Giants fan, uh, and I'm sure we have a lot of crossover Giants fans and Yankees fans, go check out Talking Giants. They're crushing it right now. Won a couple games, second place in the East. They lost like three heartbreakers. Otherwise, they'd be in control of the division. Go uh, go check them out. Uh, Bobby and Justin are not jobs. If you if you say the first four games were preseason games, then they don't count. I think the Giants are three and three. Ooh. So, okay. Okay, cool. DJ wants a five-year deal but is willing to take less to come to the Yankees. Uh, DJ's playing the Yankees so well. Like I almost want to clap for his agency and for DJ. I, who knows if any of this is true? Um, you guys know I'm skeptical as ever. One was from... That's not even... Is that anything? Okay. Well, I don't want to blast someone, but Jim Bowden, he's in the, he's in the thick of it. Former GM. Former GM. He, he, he reports stuff. And then Ken Davidoff from the New York Post, who New York Post is on my shit list from last episode, but Davidoff wasn't part of any of those. So we'll see what this article says. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we knew already, that he wants to come back to the Yankees. He's making it very clear, which just helps him. Uh, because it's just making the Yankees look worse publicly if they don't bring him back. Like, when Cano was a free agent, I don't remember Cano's camp playing this card that much. But if they did, and the Yankees lost out on him, it would have looked even worse if he was like, every other week, Cano was like, I want to be a Yankee. I'm willing to take less for the Yankees. Um, The fact that he's doing that now, if the Yankees get outbid, or he leaves, it's... It's, it's going to look so bad for the Yankees. So I love that they, every five days, they should just, his camp should just do this because the Yankees are going to be like, well, shit. You know, there's that quote that Cashman said about trading Glaber way back when he said, uh, hey, I still got to walk around in this city. I can't trade our best prospect. That sentiment kind of rings true with this DJ situation with how much his camp is saying, like, we want to come back. We're willing to take a discount to come. Like, the, saying that, if they have actually said that, I don't know, but saying that or putting that sentiment in the public's face, you're really kind of pressing on the Yanks, like, come on, fuckers, you going to do it? 
Yeah, and that that Cano free agency, that whole thing was kind of a mess. I mean, they came out with articles after that. He was Jay-Z's first sports uh, agent or whatever it was. And isn't the story that they they went on the plane and told Seattle they accepted the deal, and then when they landed, they demanded one more year? <laughs> like, something like it was it, it was something crazy. And, you know, when Cano hit free agency, it was, you know, add the future – Hall of Fame second baseman that could lead your team to titles and empty the bank account, blah, blah, blah. I mean, DJ's obviously at a different point in his career. Didn't work out for Cano, by the way. Yikes. Yeah, man, they're they're playing it great. I mean, it's the the things that go into free agency behind the scenes slash not behind the scenes at all are what what teams are bidding that year. We've we've heard from multiple agents that if the Yankees are bidding on players in free agency, it's the best thing in the world for free agency. And with the Mets having Cohen this year, even though the, the rumor is they're not really into DJ, LeMahieu's camp is playing this great. It's it's negotiating 101. I mean, the Yankees, the Yankees want a three-year deal. DJ LeMahieu's camp wants a five-year deal. And it's, okay, so how, how much are we really going to push and shove to get to the middle? And you know, DJ does want to be here. DJ deserves to be paid. And again, think about it. You, not a lot of people get put in these this kind of position where if the Yankees say three for 60 and the Blue Jays say five for 110, guess what, people? I don't care how much you like the Yankees. I don't care how much you like playing baseball. You got offered you know, an extra $60 million that changes generations of your family going forward. You do that. So don't, don't be on Twitter saying, Oh, DJ, you got to come back to the Yanks, bro. We got to do it. The Yankees got to open up the checkbook and they will. I'm assuming every sign at this point is pointing, you know, four years, 80, 80 plus, you know, you, you just wonder how nitty and gritty the negotiations get. Are they going to get funky with player option type stuff? I don't know. It does seem like all signs are pointing to the Yankees. It, it will definitely be a, uh, the first stomach drop of the off season. If one of the real names of baseball reporting reports, like the Yankees wouldn't budge and DJ LeMay, officially looking elsewhere. That would be a, that would be a tough tweet to read, but I don't think we're there yet. I just think it's going to happen, but it's each side is going to have to give an inch, give an inch, give an inch until they get to where they want to be. Yeah, I mean, because the Yankees are showing interest as well, saying, you know, he's our top priority. So if it doesn't happen, it looks really bad for the Yankees. And I don't think it looks bad on DJ at all. He's going to go where he gets the best situation. Uh, you know, I, and the example you gave has the Blue Jays giving him like 60 extra mil. But there is a pay cut scenario where he remains with the Yankees and in a, in a hunt for, uh, like, you know, he's got to go to a contender the same way I said with Hap. Someone that's, they're in the playoffs. They just got to win the postseason. That's the type of team. I don't expect him to go to a non-contender or a non-contender to shell out the money that would draw him away from the Yankees. You still 90% well, there? That's, that's the the only rumor that keeps throwing me up, people are really hot on him to the Blue Jays, which not not to get full baseball nerdy, but they have infield. I mean, I guess you could kick Biggio out, but their top draft pick this year was the kid from Vanderbilt, who's you know supposedly in play for the infield this year, and they have Bichette, you know, blah 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 blah. So 
I, I don't know. That's the one that's kind of out of left field. Some reason people think the Blue Jays have big money and would want to spend it on another hitter. Go get pitching the Blue Jays. So I don't know. The I'm Nationals, still, yeah, are, not, the, Na- the Nationals are also interested, and they got outbid by the Yankees or beat by the Yankees last time two years ago. So that's a that's scary. That's the other report. They love their infielders that play multiple positions, and he's actually a good one. They've been they've been getting. Uh, Ass Crabs, Josh Harrison, Starlin How, Castro, Howie, Howie Kendrick. Kendrick. They've been getting middling uh, infielders that can play two positions for a long time. He checks all the boxes, Jim. He plays at multiple infield positions. He's over 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's somehow getting better later in his career. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's currently Nationals base. Yes. So they, they are a scary team to be involved. I mean, that's the team that outbid us for Patrick Corbin, whose best man at his wedding said he was coming to the Yankees. So. Oh, what a shit show that was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the DJ news. I'm, I'm, I'm still 60-40. Maybe I'm 70-30. I'm coming up a little bit. Where are you at? I'm still 90. I mean, it, it seems DJ wants to be here. The Yankees want him. They just have to figure out the number. 10% that these aren't your father's Yankees and holy smokes. The, the, more they, the more they come out, DJ's camp and says, like, you know, we'll take a discount for the Yankees, the more I think the Yankees have to bring them back. Otherwise, they will look awful. Yeah. The fan and you base. wonder, and, and again, I think the years is going to be the biggest issue here. And if DJ LeMahieu gets serious offers with five years, you know, they're going to have to put an option in there for a fifth or something like that. And again, look what just happened with Jay Happ. So if you're DJ LeMahieu's agent, you're saying, well, I don't, I don't care about the option with 500 plate appearances in my last year because look what you just did to Happer. So, man, uh, it if things get ugly at the negotiating table, they could get ugly pretty quick, and I don't like that. I don't either. I just bad. dropped to 89%. Oh, shit. You talked yourself out of it. That's not good, Jake. Yeah. yeah. Well, another guy who's, I guess, is in limbo if he's going to play on the Yankees again is Domingo Herman. Uh, did we talk about this already? He he pitched well. He was part of a combined no-hitter. Um, let's see. The New York Post used our video, Talking Yanks video, of that outing and wrote an article wow. about it and said all the stuff that we've said. So good job by them. Um, you know, I wonder I wonder if it if, – this is a game I shouldn't play, trying to figure out Here we go. the incident and, and Hal. Because Hal said it was horrific. I'm like, whoa, was it not that it wasn't horrific, but like, is it right. way worse than was reported for Hal to be this taken back? Um, but that's also standard is horrific to to abuse people, whatever it was. Yeah, right. Um, there's 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 levels of horrific. It's all horrific, but it, it can get a lot worse. Hal's quote on the K show, Michael K show was, I have to absolutely feel comfortable that he deeply, deeply regrets and is sorry for what he did. And I absolutely have to be comfortable with the fact that he's turned his life around. Those two things are for sure. I don't and you know. I, is what? that just saying stuff or is that real? I mean, Domingo Herman hasn't really sh- publicly shown remorse. And that's, that's where I'm going to give credit to Hal. Like let's, let's think about who Hal Steinbrenner is, you know, he, Owns the Yankees, goes big eyes sometimes. Kind of cool. Um, I mean, if if you're looking at your team and you're like, who is this 
you know, who is Domingo Herman? Okay, he pitched one year for us. He was good. Okay, now he's got this domestic assault thing. Okay, so what has he done since then to make me feel better? Uh, he had the one weird day where he announced a retirement. And didn't he have another day where he was just doing weird stuff that, like, Th- those have kind of been the Domingo Herman news story. So I he like went out. he like, like went live and was joking around like right after it. Yeah, happened. it was like if I'm how how about I get a little bit of confirmation that this dude is going to be a better person going forward and not just I'm thinking about retirement today. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, I mean I'm 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 with you. He was pretty good in 2019 as far as pitching and on the mound. He makes a big difference with the Yankees. If, if he does join, he's got three arbitration years left, so pretty cheap. He just took a whole season off on throwing, so he's not tired. Not tired. And, hey, Jim, you, you've been 21, on this. 21 starts with five innings pitched or more in 2019. You know, the, the new thing in baseball that, you know, it's you're, you're starting to get a pretty good theory on is kicking those starting pitchers to the bullpen and having them as weapons out of the pen. We saw it with Corbin. Um, you know, we, we saw it this year too. You, Urias, oh my God, you know, D- Domingo Herman in the right year could be that dude for the Yankees. Like a two inning weapon, this Yan- stuff is disgusting. If the Yankees had Herman and Batances like they thought they were going to have in 2019, I think they beat the Astros in the LCS. If Herman can go to the bullpen and be that weapon, that's what you need in the, in the postseason. So what a crushing blow that they lost him for that. Um, what an idiot. And then Batances was just brutal injury. But, I mean, that was post-trade deadline. They went into that offseason. It really looks – it's it looms much larger than it did it when you're in the moment because everything, you get a better sense of it. But imagine they had an extra reliever in Batances and, like, three extra innings every other game or every three games in Herman and that 19 run would have been so much different. Instead, they yep. ran Britain, Chad, and Paxton – or Ch- Britain, Chad – an auto out like every game and they were so tired. So yeah, I mean, Herman's a, a weapon man and hopefully just on the mound and not in his relationship. Cause that's the fucked up part. Yeah. Be a good guy. Domingo Herman. Be a better person. He pitched good. He's got dyed hair. He's having fun in the Dominican winter league. Speaking of bad guys, Aroldis Chapman suspension for the Brasso thing. Uh, it was, Three games, then it got pushed so we didn't have to serve it during the 2020 season because there weren't enough witnesses to show up, which no one has ever been able to figure out what that means. I think maybe the Rays were like, we don't care, but when has that ever come into suspensions that you need witnesses? Everyone watched it. I don't get it. Anyway, they finally found the witnesses, and they reduced the suspension from three games to two games. Huge. Huge. What what a joke of a system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think the Yankees and MLB definitely talked and said, like, hey, you know, we haven't been playing baseball at all. Chapman has a pitch. Can we push this to next year? And baseball was like, oh, thank God. Uh, So it's pushed to next year. Two-game suspension. They finally got the witnesses in there so they could decide that it's a two-game suspension. I saw him throw that ball. It was right near his head. Wait, we could we could actually throw this on the YouTube and I'll watch it right now. Uh, so they they finally did that. Um, so yeah, for the first two games of next year, whenever that happens, you won't see a Rodgers Chapman huge. 
Yeah, you know, it would just be the first two games, right? Yeah. Won't get a save on opening day, so that's pretty demoralizing for. Mm. He's bad in the cold anyway. Where do the Yankees open? I I know they open the season against the Blue Jays. I don't remember where. Oh, my God. Hap on the bump? Home or road, for sure. Are the Blue Jays going to be able to? that's not for sure. Yeah, are the Blue Jays going to be able to play in Canada? I think the expectation is no. Interesting. The Raptors in basketball just had to move to Tampa for this season. The Tampa Raptors. That's awesome. They're going to win. It looks Huge. like it looks like opening day April is versus the Blue Jays. So at home. So yeah. no Chapman. No Chapman. Day game April 1st. He's out. That's a joke. A lot of division games to open the season. Yeah, Blue Jays, Orioles, Rays, Blue Jays, Rays. Right away. So much hap. So much hap. Six against the Rays in the first two weeks. That's kind of actually shitty or good, depending on... We'll get into this. What's that? I think it's shitty or good, depending on the result. Yeah, or I was going to say health. And they're the last yeah. series of the year, so kind of nothing in the middle. Interesting. We'll do Imagine a whole. Imagine if the Yankees yeah. were healthy. They were for playoffs, kind of. 2020. Just didn't have enough guys. But not 11 days before the playoffs. No. no they don't Whatever. do that. They don't do regular season health. They're out on that. Boring. Judge wants to play every day. He's ready. Ready to. All right. The Yankees had to uh, lock up their 40 man roster because the Rule 5 draft is coming. And if you're unfamiliar with the Rule 5 draft, uh, players that are not on the 40 man roster and have been with the Yankees for five years are able to be picked by another team and say, like, hey, they're not even using that guy. We want him. And they draft him. And then if they don't put them on their opening day roster right out of camp, then they have to return them. Mike Ford got picked up by the, by the Seattle Mariners. They ended up not using him. They returned him. Ivan Nova got picked up by the Padres, I think. They ended up not using him. They returned him. Johnny Lasagna's got picked up before. Um, there's a lot of guys that this has happened to. So the Yankees have a lot of options. I'm not familiar with a lot of these names, Jake. Like two years ago, three years ago, I knew all the names. But I guess because there's no minor leagues this year, maybe some of these guys would yeah. have caught our eye in Triple uh, A AAA or Double A if they, we had a season and we're keeping track. But the Yankees added Ronzi Contreras, Roanzi Contreras. I think oh, it's Ronzi. My guy. Ron- you think, you think it's Ronzi? That's fun. He's he, so. he's the name I'm most familiar with. He's you know he's supposed to project as a future starting pitcher. I've seen him in my nerdy baseball out of the park game that I've played a lot. Um, he he was the one that was kind of confirmed. There was one uh, Ronzi Contreras, Yoendris Gomez, Alexander Vizcaino, and Oswald Perez. Um, and then there was one big pitcher name that got left off. I'm I'm forgetting Addison who Russ, it is. Who they got for Hale. People expected him to be added on, but it didn't happen. 
Don't think that's who you're talking. What was the name? Addison, Addison Russ, the guy they traded for Hale from the Phillies. Russ, and I, I think there's one other starting pitcher. He's he's supposed to be a decent prospect, but he had Tommy John last year. So the Yankees are betting since he had Tommy John and didn't pitch last year that nobody's going to take a chance on him. Is the Rule, Rule Five, 5 draft, draft is bizarre? Is it only four years? Because these guys have only been in the Yankees for four years: seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. So maybe it's only. I think there's different. It's different rules depending on where you like signed from. I think if you were like a draft pick, it's after five years. If you're, is there an age? The is there an age to it? I think there's age. There's stuff a couple too. different like avenues to getting eligible. All right. Well, pick which one you like the most: Ronzi, Contreras, Yoendris, Alexander, Vizcaino. That's a fun name. And Oswaldo Perez. Perez is from Venezuela. The other three are from the DR. This guy no, 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 no. Two, two from Venezuela. Ooh. Yoendris and Oswald, Oswald are both from Venezuela. If I'm not mistaken, and somebody will tweet at us if we're wrong, but I believe Alex Vizcaino, he wasn't like a highly regarded prospect, but in 2019 when they had a season, he kind of like shot up some charts and got some velo uptick and stuff. Maybe they got him the good pine tar. Check out that episode of Talking Baseball ad. Um, ad. And this year, I don't know what he was able to do, but they like what they saw this year. They think someone would take him as like a reliever. How many of these prospects are just going to show up so fat because they didn't play at all in 2020 and just like ate home cooking? I mean, if I count, that's one. That's one. You don't count as a prospect anymore. What was that? You don't count. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I mean, I got nothing. These guys are so far away and so young. It used to be huge. The Yankees in general don't have a lot of prospects that are like super close. Besides Clark. Yeah. Um, this guy is twenty three years old, and then the other guys are all twenty one or younger. Oswald Peraza is a shortstop. All the others are pitchers. So, I don't know. If you want to know those names, now you know them. I. You know what? If they're on the 40-man, they may come into play next season. It always happens. The 40-man yeah. gets used. Or, or they, hey, I mean, you know, DJ LeMahieu signs tomorrow. Somebody has to go. It, 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 it can put the wheels in motion for either Cashman trying to make a deal or these guys could be here today and gone tomorrow. And, uh, I mean, just you guys mentioned prospects being close. You guys act like Estevan Florial didn't hit 333 this year, and that's kind of messed up. Yeah. These guys are really young, though. Yeah. And really, in like, not a lot of experience, because if you're on the 40-man and a pitcher, you usually get used at some point. We've seen some guys in the last couple of years come up and get an inning here, get an inning there. Adonis Rojas or whatever, what was his name? Rosa. 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 Um, but these guys are young. They haven't even pitched, like, in – a ball really. It's all rookie ball and A yeah. plus. So they're also guys that'd be like among the first names that'll get thrown into a trade, I'd assume, because you're gonna need the forty man spot for whoever's coming in. These are prospects. I don't know. It's not Ronzi, it's Roansi. 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 Well, when I read it, I've read Ronzi. Seen this Ronzi guy. Roansi and Yo N. Yo, Andres. I think Trevor Steffen was the guy that I was talking about before, and I didn't know. I, I DM'd Bobby Pimpsner, um, who's been on here before. 
Uh, he does he does some good uh, pinstripe pros, Yankees, MILB stuff. And, uh, yeah, he kind of pegged these names, and then he also said Glenn Otto and Johnny Brito. So, I mean, we we just covered it. Glenn Otto? Glenn Otto. That sounds like your kind of guy, huh? We have two Ottos? Glenn Otto? Man, that's his name. Glenn Otto. Two N's. Two N's, two T's, two O's. From Spring, Texas. Interesting. Yeah, that's your minor league update. If you you care about rankings, Peraza on MLB.com is the Yankees' fourth prospect. Vizcaino's eighth. Yoendris is ninth. And Contreras is surprisingly low. He's 19th. But those also kind of don't mean anything once you get outside the top couple. Yeah. This is a huge deal for the individual player. Like, they celebrate this. If you're not familiar, play like getting put on the 40-man is the second most big thing that can happen to you besides getting called to the show. Uh, there was an article about it recently. I think it was an athletic article. And it was like, this is a big, big deal for your prospects being put on the 40-man. So congrats to these four kids. Yeah. Good for them. Good job. Immediate pay bump. Yeah. Immediate pay bump, like really close to the bigs because they don't need to make a roster move to get you up there. Shortlist. It expedites everything. I mean, if it, even if... They are a casualty. DJ LeMahieu gets signed and they, you know, kick one of these kids off the 40-man tomorrow. Then they can go to whatever team they want. And, you know, that could be the the Cincinnati Reds who say, we will have you on the big leagues by August. Mm-hmm. And, like, your career is on. <laughs> yeah. All right. And the other update we have here is it's uh, old, but Voight had the injection for his foot. Says it helped his plantar fasciitis. Should not be a problem for 2021. No more foot stuff. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, he went on yes network. He had an interview with Meredith. He was looking delicious. Went on with the tank top, had the arms out and, uh, Yankees are so weird, man. How come they just never said during the season? Like, Oh, plantar fasciitis. Because I, I, I don't know. I'm spe- I'm guessing here. I sure. think they truly didn't get it looked at. We've heard how they handle injuries. I think Voigt truly was like, I can play through this. I don't need it checked. It's probably this, but I'm not sure. And then they didn't want to officially say what it was. That's my, I mean, don't, doesn't that add up to what we've heard? Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that being real. I could also see them thinking it's like, Bill Belichickian if they're like yeah don't tell them what it is I think it became a little inside joke at times yeah. with the foot stuff and like let's ah, that's fun you know what let's believe that let's believe that that Boone wasn't a hundred percent the first time he said foot stuff it became an inside joke in the locker room so they just ran with it I believe we have a foot stuff shirt still out maybe we'll turn yeah. it into an ugly ugly sweater and you can buy it for Christmas uh, ugly sweater Foot stuff Christmas sweater. Yeah. From the store. Shop.johnboymedia.com. Our Black Friday sale goes on very shortly and we have a lot of stuff. So go check it out. On Black Friday. Maybe. Assume. No, I think we're maybe gonna drop just, it earlier. We'll go a little earlier. And yeah, maybe you have a fetish or something. So maybe it's uh the shirt works in multiple ways for you. Maybe you have an uncle that has a fetish, you buy it for him. You have an uncle that has a fetish. And then you guys, and then you side eye your aunt as she tucks her feet underneath the couch because she's embarrassed. 
Everyone listening, you have an uncle that has a fetish. For foot stuff. Or just in general? Uh, just in general. Yeah. Don't you have an uncle that fucks squirrels? What was the last part? I think my audio cut out. You there? I think, uh... Oh, you asked about my okay. squirrel fucking uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, remote, you know. Yeah, technology. That's all we got, man. I mean, it's it's slow yeah. going in Yankees land. We have an interview coming up later this week that we're excited about. And that's about it. No, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. We do have a cool interview coming that should be a nice little treat under the turkey for you guys. Uh, no, it's dumb that if it's Thursday morning, you know, Get, we're getting everything ready. What are you going to be making for Thanksgiving? Have you figured out your contribution yet? Yeah, I have to do appetizers, uh, but I okay. completely limitless. No, like Thanksgiving appetizers necessary. No, anything. Um, and not like a ton of food because we have a small group. So okay. I, I've, I eyed one thing that's really simple. It's candied brie. Brussels sprouts. So it's like a Brussels sprout with a piece of brie on top and then a candied walnut mm. on top. A little pop it in wow. your mouth. It's half healthy, but then you have the cheese. They look like they're very easy to make, and then I'm going to make something that's harder. Probably like, uh, I don't know. I like making like little dumplings, like mm. interesting dumplings. I like making like buffalo chicken dumplings, but that doesn't really jive with, but well, maybe it does. Maybe, oh, and a yeah. spinach dip. I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I was going to say, there's got to be a dip. Good, good with the spinach dip. It's it's Thursday morning. You're making some little dumplings. You decide to go for it. They're looking good. And then here comes the tweet. Masahiro Tanaka, two years, 30 million. I mean, it's crazy how much little pep in my step that would give me. So make that happen, Brian. Yeah, I hope they don't do that because I do want to do like a reaction episode as soon as... That. Oh, we'll do it with the turkey and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. We haven't had to do an instant reaction episode in a while, like since Cole, right? They haven't made any fucking trades. No. When Judge got hurt in spring training, we did one. Okay, so that was the last one. Judge hurt in spring training. Not a training. fun one. We haven't done and, a fun one. Most of that was just we had the office and we were excited to do an emergency episode. Yeah, because right we had the office. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, we haven't done a fun one since Cole. So give us some DJ, some tank drop. Now, I don't need it to be on Thanksgiving because that would kind of suck. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that weekend when we're all just hanging out, we got our mics with us. We got internet. I'd like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the episode. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate patrons hanging out with us. Uh, We have an interview for Wednesday, Zep. And then enjoy your Thanksgiving. And then we love you. And then goodbye. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.